0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to hour number three. Thanks for staying with us, and thanks to our previous guests for joining us. This hour is brought to you by Noble Gold, the very best in diversity. Call Noble Gold to see how they can help you avoid the crash that's coming, because remember, cash is trash, and it's going to crash. Well, our guest for this hour is Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com. HealthMasters, the very best in healthcare. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you use the coupon code Five Dave, you can take five percent off everything you're going to hear during this segment. Ted, thanks for joining us. I understand you got a loves out there. What's your first love?
1: You know, my my first love is is, is health and fitness. And I had a practice for years and years, and I've worked with up to 40 patients a day. I've saw thousands of people come through the clinic. I was a state-licensed nutritionist here in Florida. And I really have learned a lot about things to eat, things not to eat, how to stay healthy. I'm 63 years old. I'll be 64 in a week. I just had my blood pressure tested two weeks ago. It was 112 over 58. And my heart rate was like 60 beats a minute. And I still work out five to six days a week, and I still, you know, do everything I tell you guys to do. So I practice what I preach. But so let's talk about insulin for a second. There's some things that you need to do as far as reducing insulin, reducing blood sugar, insulin's a salt. You don't want to put that into your system. If you have diabetes, adult set, or juvenile diabetes, least amount of insulin you have in your system either by injection or by your body's producing it is really, really important. There are several things that you can take and eat and foods and supplements you take that reduce insulin resistance and help to control blood sugar one study was done a few years ago when it talked about turmeric and it went into detail on turmeric and it said it said in this study that turmeric was 100 percent effective in preventing diabetes adult onset diabetes the 2009 study found that turmeric curcum an active compound found in turmeric was 500 to 100,000 times more effective than the prescription drug metformin at activating glucose uptake now, you hear that? 500 to 100 times, 1,000 times more effective. In another study of 240 pre-diabetic adults, patients were given either 250 milligrams of curcum or placebo every day. After nine months, none of those taking curriculum developed diabetes, but 16.4% of the placebo group developed diabetes. In other words, the curcumin was 100% effective at preventing type 2 diabetes. Ginger also helps lower fasting blood glucose. Cinnamon, less than half a teaspoon a day, helps reduce blood sugar levels. We also have cinnamon extract, In our product, our blood sugar stabilizing product that we have here at the office that works great at healthmasters.com, you can use that. Olive leaf extract, berries help to lower insulin spike, black seed, which I try to take on a regular basis massively reduces insulin resistance. In fact, the Prophet Muhammad, (laughs) I hate to use him as an example, but this is what he said, that the black seed was the cure for everything but death. And uh, I don't know about all that, but I know one thing, it does cure a lot of stuff. It takes care of a lot of problems. It helps reduce insulin resistance, and it also is a good antifungicide in your body. Uh, spirulina spiruline increases insulin sensitivity, and berberine is not just as good as three different types. Of it. It's just as good as it's a bitter compound found in roots of several plants, including goldenseal, barberry, and Oregon grape. Proves it's just as good as prescription diabetes drugs. And so, now one thing I got to say though, when you're when you are trying to bring your blood sugar down, taking these supplements and not changing your diet is going to cost you money for supplements, and it's not going to be very effective. Number one. You need to be drinking half your body weight and fluid ounces of the water every single day. So if you weigh 200 pounds, drink at least 100 ounces of water a day, preferably distilled or reverse osmosis. We have distillers at the office because you don't want fluorine and chlorine in your water because fluorine and chlorine mess up the thyroid, which again affects your whole body's endocrine system. So don't drink water that has fluorine or chlorine in it ever. In fact, use a filter or be a filter, but most carbon filters, in fact pretty much 99.99% of carbon filters will not take out fluorine. Remember, Fluorine, fluorine gas is the active ingredient in sarin nerve gas. It's unbelievably poisonous. So you don't want to put it into your body. It's basically a rat poison. So drink half your body weight in purified water in fluid ounces every single day. Eat six small meals a day. Try to stay with high, low glycemic foods. You know, don't be eating you know potatoes, white potatoes. Don't be drinking juices. Don't be drinking a bunch of uh, you know apple juice, et cetera. You know, throughout the day. Or orange juice throughout the day. Don't be doing kind of stuff like that because that spikes your sugar up really, really, really high. And stay with low glycemic foods, and stay with like chicken and fish, and just you know green vegetables, etc. You know you can have peas and carrots, that's all right. And, you know or, or green beans, that's okay. Any of that kind of stuff. In fact, get Sharon's cookbook, eat clean and be healthy. And there's hundreds of recipes in there that give you exceedingly good tasting foods that you could produce that are pretty much all low glycemic that will really help to stabilize your blood sugar. Now let's talk about blood pressure for a minute. We've got a lot of really good products that help to maintain healthy blood pressure. And also, if you don't want to use any supplements to maintain blood pressure, you can get a little mini trampoline. You can buy those that are, you know, little, you know, you know, play it against sports place, like the little three feet across ones, and you can jog on that ten minutes twice a day. Build up to it if you're older. Make sure if you don't have good balance or good tennis shoes that you get good tennis shoes or you hold on to something so you don't trip and always make sure you check with your medical doctor before you start start any type of physical exercise program and start jogging and build up to 10 minutes twice a day that really works really well at reducing blood pressure then you try supplements if that doesn't work or we have the HGH Stimulate, which acts like a natural Viagra in guys, and it also really helps to maintain healthy blood pressure. So there's all kinds of natural supplements that you can use to help maintain blood pressure. But remember, you want to make sure the blood stays thin, so you need vitamin E, 1600 I a day if you're a guy. You need a lot of water in your diet because your blood's primarily water. You need cod liver oil because it helps to thin the blood. You know, the omega-3s, omega-6s make your blood congeal. Omega-3s make them thin, makes it thin. And there's all kinds of, – because remember, if, would you rather be pumping, you know, molasses, thick molasses through your blood or water through your blood vessels? You know, when you have thick blood, it increases blood pressure. It increases atherosclerotic placking, It increases friction on the vessels on the the body. That's why so many people, when they get older – they don't drink enough water, and the doctor says your blood's too thick. We got to put you on blood thinners, which is usually warfarin or cumidin, which are basically you know rat poisons. Or they give you an aspirin a day, not telling you that it can cause wet macular degeneration to make you lose your eyesight. Which now they're warning people about that. And also, the intestinal bleeding, bleeding problems. So now they're saying not to take aspirin anymore. Which I've been telling that to people for forty years. It's better to take the cod liver oil, the vitamin E, and drink the water every single day. HGH stimulate all of these things that help to lower blood pressure, maintain healthy blood pressure, and keep your blood flowing properly throughout the system. It's so important that we have a good lifestyle when we're trying to, you know, lower blood sugar, lower blood pressure, or, or basically having issues with our health. And guys, think about this for a second: if you need to have coronary bypass surgery, you know, which a lot of people have that done every year, you know, it's not just your coronary arteries that are placked up; it's throughout your body. It's systemic. And so, you know, there are natural ways to reduce and to reverse this. It's been proven repeatedly through clinical studies, one of which, of course, is EDTA, which is basically chelation therapy that works really well. But you you can do that orally. We have that available at the office, but it doesn't work as well orally as it does using it intravenously. We have to get your medical doctor to do that for you. So there's all kinds of natural things that you can do. But it's like I always tell people, Dave, would you rather try to cure cancer or prevent cancer? Would you try to cure high blood pressure or diabetes or just prevent it and i tell people this and it just kind of makes sense if you're an adult onset diabetic and you change your diet you start eating the way i just told you to do and you start taking your supplements and your blood pressure comes or your blood sugar comes back down to normal or your blood pressure comes back down to normal doesn't it make sense had you been on that protocol to start with you never would have had elevated blood pressure or elevated blood sugar and See, that's what people don't understand is that it's, a prevention is worth a pound of cure. A ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And you don't want to experience the devastating effects of heart disease or diabetes or cancer. And it's so easy to stay healthy if you take care of your body and you eat clean. In fact, that's why the cookbook is called Eat Clean and Be Healthy. And again, that's at healthmasters.com. And so I just want to, I want to put some nutrition stuff in there because guys, it's so important in these latter days. And I believe we're in the latter days that we stay healthy. Because guys, think about it for a second. If you're taking a bunch of drugs, a bunch of medicine, and your power goes out like PG or whatever the people are there out there in, in California shut down the power, I mean, how are you going to keep your insulin refrigerated? How are you going to keep your meds refrigerated? How are you going to keep your foods or whatever you need to have to maintain your healthy lifestyle taken care of? Stay healthy. Learn how to Survive and thrive without the use of a bunch of drugs and chemicals in your diet. And in the event that you still are on those drugs and chemicals, make sure you have backup refrigeration, backup batteries, backup whatever you need, backup generator to keep those things okay for you if you have a power outage for an extended period of time. What do you think, Dave?
0: Well, I'll tell you what I think here. I think you're right on the money, and I want to go through some more health conditions here. We're going to hold you over uh, okay. because this is this is too important. Let, let's deal with some other common health issues. And by the way, let me say this too. Healthmasters.com is the place to go. I use them. I said uh, early on that I go to Healthmasters for I go to my own doctor. No knock on my doctor. I love him. He's good. Um, but I get better results with Healthmasters. And the coupon code is 5DAVE. That's the number 5DAVE. Let's go to Asthma. Uh, asthma is growing exponentially in this country first of all my question is why and secondly what can you do about it
1: Uh, you know asthma is interesting happens a lot of kids a lot of research now is linking asthma to vaccines and you know and so you know we've got to take a look at that to start with i mean you know we get all these kids with all of these problems happening at a very very young age including asthma now let me tell you what we've done for asthma with people before who were you know in our who were at our clinic. Uh, we had a young man come in with his wife years and years ago. This is, gosh this is way back. This back when I had the clinic set up, and and they didn't really know what to do because the baby was on a, basically on a ventilator at night because they had asthma so bad it couldn't breathe. And I, and I told them I said you know B five and B six are two things that you're really really deficient in if you have an asthma condition. So I said since your wife is still nursing. If she starts taking B5 and B6, cod liver oil, B12, a good multiple vitamin, there's, and, you know, and then omega-3 fats and flaxseed oil, this all work very well for asthma. Uh, there's a high probability that your child won't have asthma if it's being caused by a nutritional deficiency. And um, they call me back like a week later, and they said, the kid's off the ventilator, no longer has asthma. And that was, the, that was the son to a major pastor in our area. And see, you think, well, wow, why, how, why would that happen? Well, it makes sense. If your lungs aren't getting the nutrients that it needs in order to function properly, it may not function properly. You know And remember, asthma is especially common among children and teenagers between the ages of 2 and 17. In the United States, it's the number one disease within this age group as well as the leading cause of hospitalization. But asthma is also very common among all age groups because the eighth leading cause of disease in the U.S., it can also be fatal. It accounts for deaths of over 5,000 Americans every single year due to suffocation. In the last two decades, Dave, there's been a dramatic rise over 65% in the number of asthma cases in the United States, primarily due to the company rise in environmental pollution, poor eating habits, and I personally believe vaccines. So asthma is basically a respiratory condition characterized by spasms of the smooth muscles surrounding the airways of the lungs. And, and and this is these, as these spasms occur, they cause the airwaves to narrow, creating difficulty in breathing, and in most cases, a sensation of, of being unable to breathe altogether. Typically, asthma is also accompanied by an excessive secretion of mucus in the lungs and the mucous membranes. So, guys... If this is being caused from a nutritional deficiency, doesn't it make sense to try to do everything you possibly can from a natural standpoint, especially with prenatal nutrition? On our show with me and Austin, we cover the health stuff all of the time, and we tell people, look, here's the deal. You know, If you're going to get pregnant, if your wife and you decide to get pregnant, I think it's a we thing. And not, I'm using that as a metaphor because you know the husband's dealing with the same symptoms the wife's dealing with because he has to deal with her for the nine months they're pregnant. Before you get pregnant as a female, you need to make sure that you're healthy. Make sure you've been taking good supplements. Make sure you take a really good prenatal vitamin. Make sure you get enough biotin in your diet. Make sure you've got vitamin C. Make sure your vitamin D levels are tested and they're high enough. All of these things have been linked to children having health issues where the mother has deficiencies. And make sure you're taking those really good prenatals. We've got great prenatal products at healthbasters.com. We have really healthy babies where people order our stuff and stay on our stuff. And then on top of everything else, I would take extra folate, even on top of what we have in the prenatal pack. Just take extra. It won't, won't hurt the baby at all. And then the last trimester, make sure you take extra omega-3. We're, we recommend cod liver oil because in the last trimester is when that baby is really developing its brain. And if it doesn't have an omega-3 in its diet from its mother's blood, if you want to look at it that way, it'll pull the omega-3 from the mother's brain. And that causes postpartum depression in a lot of women because they have a deficiency of omega-3 fat. So the last trimester, make sure you really load up on cod liver oil and omega-3 fat several tablespoons a day to help sure that baby gets proper brain development. And also that baby gets the highest IQ score they're possibly going to get because studies have shown supplementation with omega-3 fat can increase the IQ score of infants in addition to that.
0: withdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time
1: if you're going to vaccinate then don't do it the first year at all because the baby's immune system is not developed you're supposed to get the and the immune the antibodies and the immunoglobulins for the breast milk for that baby make sure you breastfeed make sure the mother takes a really good supplement program all the way through the nursing process if you're going to vaccinate, which I don't recommend, you guys know that, until they want to give us clean vaccines, I'm diametrically opposed to vaccines. You know, the elite get their clean vaccines without the squaly, without the aluminum, without the mercury, without all the junk in it. And once they want it without, you know, human fetal cells that are contaminated with cancer, when they give us clean vaccines, I have no problem with using, you having vaccines. Not at all. But they don't do that. You know, we we the we the sheeple, I guess that we don't get a chance to get the clean vaccines. And Bill Gates has said repeatedly they're using vaccinations now globally to increase the eugenics protocol and decrease the population of the planet. Which, by the way, the planet now is going into a negative population growth. The entire planet because of all these vaccines that are being given to third world countries, which are making these people sterile, like the Gardasil vaccine. One of the side effects of the Gardasil vaccine.
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347.
1: The vaccine is what's called premature ovarian failure, which means it makes that young girl go into menopause way before she's supposed to, and she can't get pregnant. I can't tell you how many people, Dave, that I know that are good friends of mine that can't get pregnant because they took the Gardasil shot. And and because they had all kinds of health issues, and you think, what the heck? But see, it happens all the time. Back back in the fifties, uh, they they had a, they had they had a shot they gave women to prevent them from basically miscarrying. and it it, it didn't do anything. It didn't help prevent any miscarriages. But what it did, it gave us an entire generation of girls who couldn't get pregnant, and boys who had t- cancer of the testicles. It's what it did. It didn't, it didn't do anything else besides that. It wasn't anything as far as maintaining pregnancy. And they finally stopped using it, you know, back in the 60s. But that, that but the damage had already been to a whole bunch of baby people, women, including my wife. We had to go to fertility specialist to have the rest of our kids. We had one, and Sharon had multiple miscarriages because of the drugs that her mom was put on. And this is what we're starting to see now with the study of epigenetics, Dave, is that your parents and your grandparents' diet, your Parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents' lifestyle choices can directly affect you two or three or four generations down. We see the simian forty poison that was put into us through the live polio vaccine getting transmitted genetically to the next generation no, to the next generation.
0: You're kidding. You're kidding. You're no, telling me this no. actually is transmitted genetically?
1: Huh? Yep. Yeah. Epigenetics. Yep, yeah. And and and, this, and the crazy part about it is it's all part of the eugenics protocol, which was brought to us by Margaret Sanger, the great salvation. Person of the Democratic Party who basically Hillary Clinton got the Margaret Sanger award, who basically felt that all Black people should be sterilized. That's I mean, right. Margaret she Sanger is a she nut. She did say that. You're absolutely nut. right. She, yep. She's a nut. And and, and, see, and so this is so this the Democratic Party wants to continue to promote Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood and abortion and everything else, and they don't even realize it was the eugenics protocol specifically aimed at getting rid of the undesirables. That's what they called them. Called the Blacks and the people in the white neighborhoods who basically didn't they didn't want to have reproduce. And then this whole thing was started in the United States. It was not started by Hitler, guys. It was not started by Hitler. The eugenics program was started out of California, and it worked its way over to Europe. And then Hitler picked up on it and started doing all the stuff he did. I've done entire shows on this. And this is the whole goal of this new world order, the satanic new world order, is to reduce the population to basically integrate cultures, mixes, and races all together so that we no longer have any nationalism and and, and lower the IQ scores to make everybody more easily to control. This is the goal. This is what they're trying to do, and they're doing it with their open border policies with George Soros, who is a Rothschild cutout, just like J.P. Morgan was a Rothschild cutout, just like Rockefeller was a Rothschild cutout. What do I mean by that? They were funded and put together and placed in the positions of power by the international banking cartels in other words they were a straw man or a cutout or a person put there when jp morgan was thought to be one of the richest men in the world who helped put the federal reserve system together when he died and he was wealthy but he wasn't one of the richest men of the world they found that he was completely and totally funded to the rothschild banking cartel and see and this is what we've got to understand it's the international banking cartels that continually do what they do and destroy the reason Venezuela is in such a mess right now, and it's in a mess down there, is the international banking cartel because of sanctions have cut off the cash flow to Venezuela to run the oil wells, to continue to process the oil and refine it, and to ship it globally. They cut out the they cut out the they cut out the revenue they needed for short term loans in order to do that. That's why the Venezuela's collapsed because we're trying to do another <laughs> another governmental overthrow down there with the CIA, who's controlled through the Rothschild banking cartel. <laughs> It's, it always goes back to the same group of people, Dave. Wow,
0: it, it does. I, I totally agree with what you're saying.
1: And, and, and let's don't forget about the Rothschild Rockefeller medical complex and how they how they have they how they pay doctors all the time. Right now, in the United States, 700 plus American doctors were given over a million dollars each for big pharma just to push drugs and devices last year. And, and this this. this this is what this is what they do. They, they don't want health. They want they see. There's no money in being healthy for these guys. But you know, a person who's disease that's the long-term revenue stream before they die. I was reading in the, in the uh, Financial Times a few years ago, and so they were trying to find a drug like cancer, like they have done for diabetes, like with insulin, that would keep a person on the drug for years, if not decades, to maximize profits to the shareholders because that's their fiduciary responsibility. It's not about curing people; it's about maintaining as much money as they can for these pharmaceutical giants who are almost invariably owned by the same group of investment houses that are controlled through the Rothschild banking cartel. That always works.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's disturbing. Let me give you a couple of statistics. Okay, number one, generally speaking, America spends 10 times more on health care than the next 10 nations combined. And yet when you go to the CIA fact book and they talk about longevity by nation, we're 51st, Cubans, Cubans, a third-world country, live one year longer than us. How does this happen, Ted?
1: Well, the, the reality is we have, we, the United States leads the world of an industrialized country when it comes to infant mortality. Yeah, the, the, the leading cause of death in children age fourteen to under, other than accidents, is cancer in the United States. Leukemia is the leading type of cancer. I mean, you know, if a child eats just, what was it, I think it's three hot dogs a week. They have nine times the risk of leukemia versus children who don't. That's hot dogs with all the nitrites and chemicals in them. I mean, all of these statistics, you know, don't bode well for us as a country, and they cause all kinds of health problems for us as a country. And we need to understand what they do and how they do this to us. And so, you know. Let's look at the abortion rate. Okay, we have the highest, and I did—I actually calculated these numbers a few years ago. They tell us now that we're—we're not—we're we're living longer than we did, you know, 50 years ago. They say that to us, yeah. but what they don't calculate into it is the fact that we have 60 million dead babies in this country from abortion. Okay, and it, and we have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized nation. So I went back and I did these numbers years ago, and I looked at how many babies would have died in the infant death rate statistics who were aborted who weren't counted in as statistics in other words if a baby dies being aborted it's not counted in any statistics as far as health okay it just doesn't count and so i looked at the numbers and it was and we skewed it down and we don't live if you look at the real numbers we don't live any longer than we did 100 years ago in the united states we don't live any longer despite all these advances of technology because we basically killed all these babies that would have died and which would have contributed to higher infant death rates which you know a baby being born and dying at one day of age or two days of age or three days of age or a month you have a baby having zero versus the person who lives to be 100 the average life expectancy is 50 of those two people that's the average one plus one you know 50 zero plus a hundred. Divided by two is 50. And, and this is the problem that we've run into with all the skewed numbers that we get from the Centers of the Disease Control and all these other folks. So what happens is we get into a situation where we think we can do whatever we want to do and have health. Years ago, I talked about this on Doug's show on, on, on this past week, on Doug Hagman. I, you know, I, was, I was called on the carpet by a local medical doctor because I was crazy enough to say on the radio 30 years ago that our lifestyle choices – and our supplement choices help to determine our health and our longevity. I said this on a radio show, WCIE. Uh, it used to be owned by Carpenter's Home Church in Lakeland, Florida, one of the largest Christian radio stations in the country then back in the 80s. And I was promptly taken off the radio, was told I could not be a guest on that sh- on the Tom Troll's show again because it was called Feedback, because I was crazy enough to tell people that their health was related to their dietary choices, their lifestyle choices, because they didn't believe it. And see, and this is the problem that you run into – You know, we've got a whole bunch of people out there in the medical profession that's not not taking any health classes or any nutrition classes, and they don't really understand nutrition. They treat diseases with drugs and with, you know, medical protocols, and they're not trained in prevention whatsoever. And if they were, it takes a lot of time to do a show like I'm doing with you right now or to write a cookbook called Eat Clean and Be Healthy to try to teach people how to eat right to be healthy. And so what was ironic about all of this, now people say, well, that is a silly statement. It's absolutely the truth. Well, this is this was 30 years ago, 35 years ago. I said these, this, this blasphemy. I mean, it was so bad, Dave, that they took me off the show. I called a meeting. I did a Matthew 18 with them. I said, I want to see my accuser. The guy shows up behind the, in the ready room on a Sunday morning with another medical doctor. And then, the, and then basically and the pastor wouldn't even meet with us. Was an associate pastor. And I was basically read the riot act for saying blasphemous things like eating clean will make you healthy on the radio. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. How's that blasphemous?
1: Well, because it was because no, that wasn't a readily acceptable teaching back at 35 years ago, Dave. They thought everything was DNA. Everything was genetics. That you could eat whatever you wanted to eat, have any lifestyle you wanted to have. Remember, they were still promoting cigarettes back in the 60s and 70s. Everything was based on DNA and how long you were going to live. It had nothing to do with choices. And see, and so it was and so then what happened, here's the irony of all of this. The guy who came after me, the doctor, his wife was running a Ponzi scheme through that same church. She was also the chairman for the Republican Party in the state of Florida, chairwoman. Oh, and yeah, she ended yeah,
0: up, what's she, her name? Uh, um, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I don't wanna, don't want to mention her name. She's dead now, but out of respect to her family, I won't bring, bring okay. her name up. Right.
0: I, I've That's, heard the, the story. That, I I have yeah, well no story. true story
1: yeah they had and so what happened is she was the one who pushed her husband to come after me because she had a show on that same network called the happy homemaker where she continually pushed pork recipes and according to the world health organization pork is the number one cause of cancer globally and i talked about how bad pork was she come on with the current ham recipe and people write her letters and she got mad so she got her husband to come in and get get me off the air in the meanwhile she had embezzled millions of dollars millions of dollars dave and got busted for it ended up going to prison and while she was in prison she came down with breast cancer and was dying and i prayed to god i said god if anything that happened to her is because of what they did to me i ask you to i forgive them you know i've ask you to pull your judgment back I, this is crazy and she's dying in prison with breast cancer and her husband basically was also a convicted felon but they let him keep his medical license to try to make pay back the millions of dollars that she had stolen through the medical clinic that he worked for in a ponzi scheme this is tr- – I'm not making any of this crap up, and these are the people that came after me and fussed at me because I said their lifestyle choices determined your health. And she ends up dying with cancer, but they let her out of prison because I'm sure of who she was, and she came home and died in a hospice or at home or whatever she died. But she's dead now. She's dead. He's dead. All these players on that field are all dead now. And the church that did it all to me was Carpenter's Home Church, and they're bulldozed and gone. They bulldozed that 10000 seat auditorium a few years ago. It's completely gone. See, that that's the problem. That people don't understand is that when you start attacking people who don't, aren't doing anything wrong the curse causeless shall not come and they did this to a lot of other people besides me not maybe in those exact scenarios but all those people she stole all that money from the bible also says that if you return evil for good that evil will never leave your house and see all of these things happen all of the time to people who go out there and they do bad things to other people the bible calls it the law of sowing and reaping You know, the world calls it the law of reciprocity, or some of the secular people call it karma. And and that's the craziest part about all of this stuff is that no matter what you want to call it, it's true. What goes around comes around. How you treat other people comes back on you. And this is what people need to understand, guys, is that if you've got people that you have problems with or you have people that you don't like, go to that person and talk to them. Get it resolved. Get it taken care of. And remember, if you claim to be a Christian and they claim to be a Christian – Why are we attacking one another? Isn't that that what the world does? Doesn't the world attack each other? You know, Kanye West apparently has become Christian now, and he's apparently, say, thousands of people are coming to Christ through him right now, through the church and through all the ministries and all the stuff he's doing as far as speaking and stuff. And I'm happy for him. If he really found peace and joy and has a filling of the Holy Spirit, he's truly saved been born again, time will tell time will tell so don't be criticizing kanye if he's talking about jesus what difference does it make if he's if he was a secular musician if he accepts christ and he comes to christ and he he wants to talk about his relationship with jesus now he may change a lot of people that you would never had the opportunity to reach and again if it's not real if it's if he's being a fake with it all or if justin Bieber's being a fake with it all which hopefully he's not either it'll all be shown later soon enough it'll, it'll come out that way but guys Think about this. Why do we want to backbite and devour one another? The Bible tells us not to do that. We're supposed to love one another. They'll know you that they'll know that you're my disciples because you love one another. You got a problem with somebody, they say something you don't like, okay. You, you may disagree with something I said on the show today. You may put it in the comment section. If you do just be nice. Say I disagree with them about this. That's nice. That's all you gotta do. You don't have to say blah 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 sorry cussing and screaming and carrying on and using filthy language. Don't do that. They will they, they will edit it out anyhow. But see, guys, it's important that we all edify and uplift each other. We don't have to agree on everything. Mike, shoot, do you see me and Dave? We don't have to agree on a few things we talked about today. It doesn't make any difference as long as we're Christians. As long as we treat each other with respect. I don't agree with everything Dave that, uh, Dave, that Doug Hagman says, or, or it's just, I don't do that I, because everybody has their own opinion. But I, I but I agree with over
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code
1: Hodges. we 90% of what Dave Hodges and Doug Hagman say in any college, any university. That's an A. And so that's how I look at it. If I don't agree with somebody up to a B on what they say, I don't listen to them. I'm like, well, I don't need a C. It's too much other stuff that I can listen to that I can learn from. That I don't want to waste my time trying to listen to this guy trying to justify what or he or she or what they're saying to try to figure out what the world they mean. I won't put up with that. Right. But I, as, but as far as I'm concerned, if if if, you're, if anything I said to you resonates as being true, then okay, you may you may have learned something today. And the same thing with Dave. I mean, I talk to Dave all the time. I talk to Doug Hagman all the time, and and I, I want people to know that you know we we promote one another and we support one another because we believe in what we're doing for each other and what each other's are, and and our own individual causes we believe in those causes.
0: You know, I want to I want to hit that point here too. We have enemies within. No question we have um, uh, people that are compromised in the independent media, but there're not very many of them. And what people don't understand we don't try to scoop each other to be the first to tell a story. We support each other. Honestly, I mean, I've talked to Steve many times on breaking issues. He, Steve Quayle, I'm referring. He could care less who comes out with it first. He just wants it out.
1: That's right. Well, well you know, Steve. Steve you know, it's the same thing with Steve. I don't agree with everything Steve says, but it doesn't make a difference. I still go to Steve's website and pull stories down every day. Because exactly. he's got excellent stories. People go to my website. We have a. We're also a news aggregator. At healthmasters.com. We probably put 40 stories out a day, every day, as far as what people we feel people need to read. Now, some of the stories that Steve posts, I don't post. Some of the stories I post, I'm sure he doesn't post. And it's okay. It doesn't matter because we all see things a little bit differently. And that's what makes us have independent media that's viable. If we're all working together to promote the same agenda, that we're against the New World Order, we're against communists, we're against the Satanists, we're against the international banking cartels running everything – You know, we're against red flag gun laws. If we're against all of these things together, then we stand in unison for those things. So if we don't agree with everything we say, what difference does it make as long as the overall message remains the same, Dave?
0: Yeah, that's true. But unfortunately, the bad guys turn trolls loose loose on us, and we've both encountered those. (laughs) We have. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've walked down that road, Ted. Hey, I had to ask you, um, general, here's what I say to people um, when I have run ads for Health Masters. You know, I'll go through and I'll tell my story and say, hey, joint protocol, it's good for me. Doug Hagman, blood sugar protocol. But then I say you don't have to have an acute or chronic condition to benefit. So what I want to know here is what can people do on an ongoing basis that's not pharmaceutically related and we get people off these terrible drugs, what can they do to maintain healthy lifestyle?
1: Well, you know, we've got the most important thing they could do is get like our healthy lifestyle kit. I mean, that's 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 so important. I mean, that's that's like the B vitamins, the multiple vitamins, and and that's a kit. So when you buy that kit, it actually allows you to get a better price on it. And it, so it's because it all, because it all comes together, you know, under one under one uh, under one uh, checkout code. And so that, that's what we always tell people: is if you get the healthy lifestyle kit or the maximum energy kit, we have we have a kit called the maximum energy kit. That's a that's when you supercharge your energy with these with like four power products. We have a healthy, healthy cardio kit. We have the Hagman healthy blood sugar kit. We've got the Hodges healthy joint kit. We've got all of this stuff on all these kits because what it allows us to do is to put together a protocol for people to make them feel better in like a lot of different areas. And see, that's why we do all of that because if we if we have a kit, I mean, we've got you know, it's just it's just so important that we that we that we all work together as far as you know eating the right foods, taking the right supplements. You know, know, and and maintaining a really healthy blood sugar. We have a a libido support kit, a healthy blood kit, a healthy menopause uh, kit. We've got a healthy brain support kit. We've got a a muscle support, healthy heart support, an anti-stress kit. Healthy blood sugar kit, immense well, health I, kit. I, I got to ask
0: you this, Ted. Ted I got to ask you this Okay, my wife is; she's at the doctor as we speak right now, and she has. Um, uh, I believe she has a disc problem in her back. Uh, she's got referred pain and down her arms. What um, What can she be doing for that to relieve some of the pain?
1: Uh, the best thing you to do is you know contact. Number one, you need to get some X-rays or an MRI done. You need to find out how much impingement's on that nerve. Uh, most of the time, Dave. From a impinged nerve standpoint, uh, the diet and the things don't help much. I could, I could tell you that they do, but they don't. I've had back surgery uh, back in 88, and I did a plethora of supplements, and I had a herniated disc, and I had all these different people, including chiropractors, coming to me, well, this will take care of it, this will take care of it. Of, nothing took care of it. It took a surgical intervention to get rid of it. Now, if you've got just... If you've got a joint issue and you've got some cartilage damage or whatever, you know the, the, the joint repair kit may work really well for you. Uh, you but, but as far as having a serious neurological problem with a pinched nerve or herniated disc, you need to find a good orthopedic surgeon or a really good naturopath or a really good chiropractor or a really good osteopath or somebody who can help you. Well, naturopath would help with that. But the other ones would really help with that as far as perhaps you just need an adjustment perhaps if they say you could use an inversion bench that might help, maybe you have to go into traction, all of those different things but I'm not going to try to promote a health supplement kit for back pain because you can do things like take turmeric and cod liver oil which helps with inflammation but if you've got a true pinched nerve, which I've had those before whew, dog, that's that's the pits now if you've just, you just got something that deals because of some ligaments needs need some help or needs some rebuilding on that or a tendon or whatever, those are things you can do for that but a true pinched nerve you need to contact the right person for that, bud. And that's why she's that's why she's at the doctor's day.
0: Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna find out. I I will say this though, Ted. Um, I did take turmeric and I did take cod liver oil when I had a ruptured disc in my upper back, and I did the rehab. I did all the stretches and all the weight bearing exercises you're supposed to do, and I took the supplements, and I'm 15 years out, and I don't need surgery.
1: Well, and, and that's, that's why I said try all those programs first. You know, maybe traction, maybe chiropractic adjustment. If you can line that stuff back up and get that disc to pull back in, uh, a lot of times you can get the pressure off the spinal cord. And so there are natural things you can try from a medical standpoint. And then again, there are the anti inflammatory compounds that you can take, like the turmeric and the cod liver oil. Those are phenomenal anti inflammatory compounds. And th- now here's the thing if all you have is inflammation and you don't have a ruptured disc, a lot of times, anti-inflammatory compounds will get rid of the back pain because the inflammation will pull away from that spinal cord and allow that pain to stop. Now, I've done that personally multiple times. When I pull the back muscle, and my back wants to start swelling, and I immediately start taking anti-inflammatory compounds like the turmeric and the cod liver oil in large dosing. And what it does is it gets that swelling down really, really fast so you don't have a, a cascade a lot of times you set up a feedback loop with swelling and because you're swollen your body tells the cytokines to swell more and you start having massive swelling which impinges on the nerve which can do the same thing as basically an impinged nerve through a a disc and you have tremendous pain from it now in those incidences in many cases by taking the anti-inflammatory compounds you'll get rid of that and the other thing i've learned too is if you can mitigate that to start with as quickly as you possibly can before the inflammation gets real bad it's a lot easier not to have you debilitated by it if that makes any sense
0: no that makes perfect sense it really it really does but you know you said something about medical school curriculum is it tr- true that the pharmaceuticals write the curriculums for the medical schools to keep the doctors from going natural and staying with these synthetic drugs
1: no, I don't think so. I, I think the pharmaceutical corporations write the curriculum for the continuing education when the doctors get out of medical school. and what, what that means is that a doctor has to have so many hours per year in order to maintain his license, and almost invariably, these, these classes are brought to them by drug companies that are promoting drug products. In addition to that, the doctor himself, he's so caught up in physiology and chemistry And and all the things he has to learn, anatomy, that he doesn't have nutrition offered to him as a requirement. It's an elective in most cases. And so he doesn't see it from that perspective. But I think the majority of the medical doctors are caught up in basically the curriculum that they have to learn. And the study of nutrition is another entire field in its own self. Like, for instance, if I had a broken bone, I wouldn't go to a nutritionist. I'd go to an orthopedic surgeon to have the bones set and put back into place and every all these groups and these subspecialties have their own expertise in certain areas, that's the problem if you go to an orthopedic surgeon, you start talking to them about nutrition he's like, I know what you're talking about he'll have no idea, you'll probably know more than he does and, and if they're honest with you, they'll tell you that but a lot of them try to buffalo you and tell you, oh, no, vitamins don't mean anything, blah, 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 they don't work. And the truth be told, that a lot of vitamins don't work because they're chemical extracts, and they're shellac-coated, and they're really crap, and they're probably better off not putting them in your body to start with. And when they do the testing with vitamins and they say, well, these don't work, it's because they're using those types of vitamins in the test, and they don't work. So this is the problem that we run into uh, when you have really high-quality supplements that are, that are really built from a – cellular absorption standpoint with special with chelated compounds and ambion chelates and all kinds of other things, you have a product that's more assimilated by the body and it can be used more efficiently by the body. That's why we tell people if you start our our healthy lifestyle program and you use it for thirty days and you don't feel better, just send it back and we give you a refund. No questions asked. There's no questions because we know that our products work, or otherwise we couldn't make a claim like that, uh, Dave. And so that that's the whole thing is that you know if you think about it this way, if you have a certain amount of minerals, and a certain amount of amino acids, and a certain amount of uh, you know essential fats that your body has to have every day in order to stay healthy, and you don't get those from your diet, your body's not going to stay healthy. It's going to start to deteriorate, and you're going to have rapid cell division, of cell replacement, because the body's cells are very weak and worn out. And then you start getting aged. You start aging very quickly. You start getting sickness and disease very, very quickly. Happens all the time. And see, this is why it's so important that people realize that if you don't eat clean, if you don't take supplements, you're probably not going to get the nutrients that your body needs in order to maintain health. Look, magnesium is a perfect example. Magnesium is used with over 300 biochemical processes in the body. You know, we've got a product that's called Magnesium Brain Food that's been shown to actually help pull aluminum back out of the brain. And it, it gets rid of brain fog. It's the most amazing thing people ever use. They love it. And so I, I love that product. I take four to six scoops of it every single day. And I'm, I'll be 64 in a few days and I feel great. My energy level is great. My mental acuity is really, really high. But I love the products that I take. And if you think about it, magnesium is like the gasoline in the car. You burn through it, you burn through it, you burn through it. Calcium is like the. You know, the radiator fluid, your body recycles it, recycles it, recycles it. So, but most people don't realize that they take a lot more calcium than they do magnesium. I don't even take calcium supplements. I just take magnesium supplements because your body's got plenty of calcium in it. And so, if you get too much calcium, you end up in a situation where you start getting atherosclerotic plaque and hardening of the arteries. And this is something that people end up doing when they take calcium supplements or they're drinking uh, mineralized water. You should never drink mineralized water because of well, the calcium carbonate that's dissolved in it. So there's a really good book out there. It's, it's an old book. It's about 40 or 50 years old. And I don't agree with everything in the book. But it's got some really good points that make sense. it's by Paul Bragg. And it's called The Shocking Truth About Water. And you can get it for free. It's a free PDF. Just download it off the Internet. The Shocking Truth About Water. He tells you why he drinks distilled water. And he lived to be in his late 80s. Of course, his speculation on his actual age is a little bit weird because people don't really know how old he was. But, but he ended up dying in a surfing accident. I think he hit his head or something like that on a coral bottom. And uh, he ended up dying. You know, and he was very well-aged when he did all this. And he was very, very active his whole life. See, So it's real important to maintain your health. See, why in the world would you want to try to cure Alzheimer's disease? Why would you want Alzheimer's disease? Isn't it easier to avoid Alzheimer's disease? Like, you know, we know now that three flu shots in a row with a person over the age of 50 increases the risk of sedal dementia by up to 50%. What the heck? Why do you want to take flu shots with all that mercury in them? I mean, why do you want to put a neurotoxin that's illegal to put on your skin? Dimerosol, you can't even put it on your skin. They used to use it for cuts, made it illegal to even put it on your skin topically, but they inject it in you. Why would you why do you want to put mercury in your blood, in your system, to cause brain damage or aluminum to do the same thing? Why would you why would you want to do that? But, but people do it. They, they hear my show and they still go out and get two shots. Craziest thing I've ever heard. crazy.
0: Well, you know, it's it's funny you'd say that. I went to a doctor a couple of years ago, probably about three years ago, and I had an upper respiratory infection, and I thought, well, I need an antibiotic, so you know, I'll go in there and get one. And I went in, and doctor says, yeah, you're right, uh, this is what you need. And then he says, well, what about your flu shot? And and he says, a smart young man like you should probably have a flu shot. And I said, well, the reason I'm a smart young man is because I don't take flu shots. He goes, why not? I said. Well, since when did the medical profession start using crystal balls to project treatment? I said, how do you know what the virus is going to mutate into next year? How do you know? He goes, well, we're 54% effective. And I said, no, really? it's not. So I said, well, "But this is what he told me. And I said, so what you're telling me is I got a one in two chance you're right. Otherwise, I'm injecting harmful pathogens into my body.
1: Well, that's true, but it's, it's, it's like three percent effective. 3%. So it, it, it's, it was like statin drugs. The, the truth of statin drugs. I read a study years ago. that said if you take statin drugs for thirty-seven years for to control your cholesterol, on the average, you're going to live about three days longer. Did you hear what I say? Three days. <laughs> three days. Now, now, now your your brain's going to go to mush. Your your sex drive's going to go to mush. Your testosterone's going to go to mush. Uh, you're not going to be able to think clearly. But by golly, your cholesterol will be low. But what they don't tell you is this. When you you reduce cholesterol under 200, all disease rates go up, especially cancer, which the lower your cholesterol goes, cancer goes through the roof. And so... Statin drugs are a joke. They shouldn't even be used. They shouldn't. Even, they should be pulled off the market. They're so dangerous. There's no. There's no. There's no reason for statin drugs to even be available to people because you can mitigate cholesterol levels if they're too high by simply changing your diet, by drinking more water, taking cod liver oil. You know, take taking um, not, not sustained release niacin. You, there's all kinds of natural ways you can reduce cholesterol without taking statin drugs, which all have a common side effect. That means they all cause cancer. They all. All statin drugs have that side effect. I mean, it's a crazy. Craziest thing I've ever seen. But you try to tell people this, they go, Oh, my doctor told me i got to take statin drugs. Well, why don't you tell your doctor you don't want to? Why don't you find a doctor who doesn't want to give you statin drugs? You know, and now, now before you come off any medications that your doctor puts you on, make sure you check with your doctor or with the doctor who's willing to take you off those meds because all of them, all medications have side effects. Some of them have serious, severe withdrawal side effects. Statin's not necessarily so, but a lot of other ones do, especially the uh, psychiatric drugs. So be very, very careful with medication when you start on it. And when you come off of it, make sure you do it correctly.
0: I have a question about coffee. I know somebody who um, he likes to work out, and uh, he does. He's a he's a jogger, and he has asthma. And he says that uh, the coffee he drinks in the morning opens up his lungs. Is that true? <sighs>
1: Caffeine inhibits the acetylcholine reabsorption in the synaptic cleft. It does that.
0: Okay, okay? English, English, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna, it's gonna create, it's gonna basically have your make you, gonna push your blood pressure up. It's gonna, it's gonna make you, it could clear your lungs. It'll help push adrenaline up a little bit. It could clear as young. Yes, it could. The problem when it does that, when you, when you, when you take, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you drink coffee, it elevates cortisol, and cortisol is a, cortisol is a stress hormone, and stress hormones make you age more quickly. Uh, here's what I, here's what I did when I was in. Graduate school at Florida State University, which fired their football coach. Thank you, Jesus. This past weekend, we basically—I was drinking 18 cups of coffee a day, and, and you know, and uh, it was crazy. I mean, I was geeked up all the time on adrenaline, and uh, worked out all the time, and just go, 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 go. Well, at the age of 27, it all caught up to me, and I came down with pericarditis, and almost died from it. Now, the interesting part about all of this stuff is, is that the cortisol, as you get older from coffee takes several days to dissipate so now if i drink a cup of coffee now my cortisol will be elevated at this age for two or three days in other words it won't come down to a normal range that's not good because it interferes with sleep patterns i could drink coffee for two or three days dave and by the third day i feel absolutely horrible i mean from the cortisol i mean i my mind's foggy my energy levels are in the toilet. I feel bad. I go take a nap. Just after I had a cup of coffee, so I stay away from coffee. Occasionally, I'll drink a small shot of coffee, maybe an ounce or something like that, because I like the way it tastes. But I don't drink it on a regular basis, and I certainly don't drink it all the time. Now we have a, we have a product called Purple Sticks. This is a green tea extract. They'll be back in stock like in a week. They've been out of stock now forever. And and, and I I be honest, with you, I hoarded a couple of cases of them before we ran out of stock. And I use those every single day. And I had a purple stick this morning, but I had it probably around 6.30, but I haven't had another one. And, I, and it gives you an elevated energy, but it doesn't elevate cortisol. And so I like the purple sticks. So, so if you're going to drink something for energy, use green tea, use the purple sticks. But don't don't be drinking coffee on a regular basis. It's not healthy for you. In fact, it massively increases the risk of heart disease. Five cups a day in men increase the risk of heart disease, I think, by five, by 40% of to the british medical journal lancet but don't quote me on that statistic i haven't used it in a couple of years i don't remember it exactly but something like that and so the, the coffee elevates cortisol elevates blood pressure it could clear the lungs because it would to end- elevate the adrenaline uh, it could do all kinds of things like that but again it's a lie caffeine doesn't have any calories it's stimulating your adrenals to do all of this stuff and if you have adrenal exhaustion as you get older because of coffee one of the first things you have to do is you've got to come off of this stuff in order to get your health back. Very, very important.
0: Um, final set of questions. Well, i got just one major question here before we close, it The future of healthcare, as you see it, what's coming that you like and what's coming that really concerns you?
1: Well, medicine is going draconian. Uh, we're going to have sustained-release medicine that's going to have radio transmitters in it, which we already do. We already have this, that basically will tell the drug monopolies whether you've had your your medical drugs today and if if you don't take them we're going to have the medical gestapo come to your house to make sure they administer the drugs to you think it's not real no look what they're doing look what no i'm not look, 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 look what they're doing with vaccines already they're making it illegal in some states now for children not to have vaccinations they're forcing this on children they're getting rid of the the medical exemptions in California they're getting rid of the religious exemptions in California they're, they're forcing medical tyranny on us this is the goal of the new world order this is george orwell <laughs> this, this is 1984 that's where they want it to go to now it's up to us to say no it's up to us to tell our legislators not to do it but like i said you know we have red flag gun laws in the state of florida now you know getting rid of this stuff is almost impossible which means now it's like in the same category as Department of Family Services. If someone calls up and says, by the way, I saw you abuse your daughter, and you say, what are you talking about? I'm calling the Department of Family Services. If they even call you first and they basically drop a dime and they do an anonymous phone call, you're going to have the police and the Department of Family Services at your house within 24 hours. It's by mandate they have to be here within 24 hours. And you say, well, what the heck? I didn't do anything. Well, that's right. That's exactly what they're doing. they doing now with red flag gun laws. You don't have to do anything wrong, and they'll come take your guns away. And this, again, it's a backdoor way to get rid of the Second Amendment and to get rid of people who are patriots, who have weapons, who basically are vocal about their Second Amendment rights, who are willing to be leaders – in the event of a governmental collapse to make sure these people are disarmed first the Germans already did it, the Russians already did it, the Chinese already did it I mean, every 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 every, every regime out there doesn't want their citizens armed if the regime is going to be a totalitarian nightmare because they don't want to have the regime they don't want to be overthrown by their own citizens carrying weapons they only, they're the only ones who want to have weapons same thing is true with the medical industrial Rockefeller Rothschild complex All right, they don't want people to have access to alternative health care they don't want people to have access to supplements that really work that aren't contaminated with lead and mercury and everything else. They don't want people to have that. They want to make sure that everybody's caught up in the drug paradigm in which the only relief they're going to have for any types of symptoms or health problems they're going to have is, that, is the drug model. Because that enslaves us to their drug that they're giving us, and it gives them a willing user for all time if you have to take a drug like insulin. Insulin, insulin has an inelastic demand curve. I mean, if you're a type 1 diabetic and you have to have insulin or you die, it doesn't matter how much insulin costs, you're going to buy the insulin.
0: Ted, sorry to do this to you, but we are flat out of time. Again, that's healthmasters.com, 5% off with the coupon code 5DAVE. Gets it done. See you back here next time. Thanks a lot, everybody. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it.